episode, Gas Network presents Sports for the Culture. I'm here with the family. Price, XXV, Double I, Rome, Simolo, Bro Flying, T Buggy Man. To the greatest sports show on the planet, La Familia. Hope y'all ready for a ride. Can't wait to hear what you guys got to say. Hey, you know what time it is, man. It's uh, 10, 20 something, which means it's time for Gaffers and Sports for the Culture. I am your host for the evening. I'm Scrub Lion. I don't have a gram. I don't have any socials. So if you want to find me, the only way to find me is here. At Good Ass Sports, man. Make sure you follow it. At Good Ass Sports on all socials. At Gas Sports Network on YouTube. We are official. Uh, we got a good show tonight, man. We had a very, very eventful divisional round for the NFL playoffs. Now we're entering into the NFC championships and the AFC championships with the big dogs only. Sorry to the small, not so giant dogs. Um, let's go ahead and introduce the, the gang. I'm the host for the evening. I'm Scruff. Uh, I'll go ahead and introduce it with the bottom dweller. <laughs> AKA the first loser, actually the second loser, but the, the first loser out of this gang. So go ahead introduce yourself. Whatever you'll punch your dad jokes. Haha, <laughs> no, shut up. I can't speak too much. I'm still at, I'm still grieving from this disgrace of a showcasing from the Giants over the weekend. Talk about beat that. I thought at least we'd be competitive, but fuck me. Yeah, I feel you, bro. I ain't gonna lie. Y'all play a lot of close games this season. Y'all didn't play any close games against us, though, so I don't know what that's about. Um, but it seems like y'all just not in our league. Uh, T, uh, top right, introduce yourself. T, hey, Boogie, man. Hey, wash your hands, wash your hands. Uh, y'all, y'all see what I got on today, you know? I'm, I'm dripping all 49ers gear, man. You know, big weekend, got past the Cowboys. I know a lot of uh, NFL fans was happy about that. And, uh, I'm ready to talk about the weekend. I'm ready to talk about whatever. Okay. What is, oh, I, uh-uh. <laughs> we gotta get right. Uh-uh. We gotta get right. We can jump right into it, man. Let's get it. We're gonna jump right into it, man. But before we get into the wild card, I mean the uh, you know, the wild weekend that we had ahead of us, we're gonna jump into the past weekend that we have behind us. So let's get into the past weekend, man. The divisional round of the playoffs. Um, and you know, we had some interesting things happen. I don't know which I want to start off with, but I want to talk about our biggest takeaways from the divisional round. We had four games. Obviously, the Eagles versus the Giants was the one of the first games they played. Um, let's start with that game, the Eagles versus the Giants. So, what is your biggest takeaways from that game? Uh, i I'm gonna start with you. That the Giants were missing a couple offensive weapons. Daniel Jones couldn't get it going. We're literally missing a couple receivers and. And Mike Breda, I hope he comes back. He was a great one-two weapon with the, with uh, Saquon. But besides that, the, the Eagles showed you what is a, a, a team and what is a rebuilding team that I got to see. But I'm happy with the Giants. I didn't think we would win one playoff game for shit. I said earlier in the year that we'll probably win eight games. We'll be above 500. And that's what we became. So I, I'm not too disappointed. This I'm is disappointing totally this week's performance. Totally good with that takeaway. Honestly, in my opinion, I feel like the Giants overachieved a little bit. I do feel like y'all are ahead of schedule. Like I said at the bar, I will reiterate, 
you know, y'all are rebuilding. Y'all put a whole bunch of new faces in there. Y'all had a good draft. At the best, you had a good draft. Maybe you got three, four, five guys that might be able to be starters for y'all. At least 22 other players that still need to be filled up in the spots, all right? So, I mean, your boy Evan Neal was getting lit up. Um, I don't know. So, obviously, I didn't have that good of a draft. Um, but that's a whole other conversation. T, man, what's your biggest takeaway from the uh, Eagles and the Giants game? Uh, I think I had a few, but uh, the biggest takeaway is just how vast the difference is between the teams at the top and the team kind of snuck in. Um, Giants didn't belong with the Eagles. Um, Eagles were, are in playoff mode, uh, and they're going to be tough to beat. That, that's my biggest takeaway. I thought the Eagles looked really good. And I think good teams destroy bad teams. And I, I don't think the Giants are bad, but um, they, the, the gap between them is just huge. But shout out to the Giants, man. Hell of a season. Uh, Brian Boyd, that's what I call him. I think it's Dave but I call him the boy. Uh, he's not going to get coach of the year, but he should be in consideration because that organization was in disarray. He kind of pulled it together. So shout out to him. To him. And my other takeaway is something to do with uh, quarterback play. Because uh, I see them killing Dak. You know what I'm saying? I, I've, I've killed Lamar. Uh, I've killed a bunch of quarterbacks, actually. But Dak Jones had one good game, and people started to talk like he's finally the right. Finally. Right. Uh, I'm not going to play the race card, but other quarterbacks, right. he don't get that leeway. One good right. game means nothing. Um Especially while Lamar Jackson is fighting to get paid, so uh, let's right. let's hold off on all the Daniel Jones uh, is a good quarterback hot take a game. And let's see what next season has to offer. Well, I like that you brought that up, T. I was watching one of the other networks that won't get uh, any direct publicity. I was watching one of the other networks talk about sports, and they were talking about Daniel Jones. And uh, one of the analysts said, "Why not pay him? What else are you going to do?" You know, and I get that. But also, like, you know, this is the same network that says, yeah, Lamar Jackson, y'all think we should trade him. So, like, I don't get it. I don't really get it. I get it. Um, it, it goes back to a Twitter conversation I've seen about men settling for uh, for lower quality women. Uh, and I, you know what I'm saying? So, I'm just like, I don't understand it. Um, I don't know if Daniel Jones is worth – because basically, if you go and re-sign Daniel Jones, you're basically going to link him to a $20 million, maybe $30 million. I don't know what the figures are on that. You're talking about a very hefty figure for a guy that, you know, I ain't going to lie, played better this season, but, like, he didn't play elite. He played, like, high mid, in my opinion. That's my new word, high mid. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know if he's worth the contract. It's, it's worth this, the worth talking about. But, I mean, my biggest takeaways from the game, bro, one, uh, the Eagles' the offense is humming. Great offense. Great offense. Like, number one offense in the league, I think, right now. Um, them boys started, started lining, you know, piling up on them. And I really don't think that – I think if they would have played the Vikings, maybe it would have been close to the game. But we also did destroy the Vikings. So, I think it just really shows you the level of play. Uh, Eagles are definitely a team to be reckoned with. And the Giants were a team that was fortunate to be in the divisional round. Uh, really had no business playing the Eagles, to be honest. Um, that's my biggest takeaway. I don't really got nothing else to say about that game, bro. Like, it was pretty much a one-sided game. Does anyone have anything else to say about that game 
before we move on? Not at all. All right. Thank you for that. So that's pretty much a wrap. Like, damn. 38 to, I told you, Gito, it was going to be a lot like that 38 to 10 game, and it was 38 to 7. So, very, very much similar vibes. All right. <laughs> all right. So, let's get into it, man. Next game. Uh, we're going to talk about the Jags and the Chiefs, man. This was a little bit more of an interesting game only because of what happened in the quarterback situation. Patrick Mahomes went down with an injury. I'll, I'll give you a little bit more of a little caveat on that injury, which is very interesting. I'll tell you what. So, I'll tell you what happened was. Patrick Mahomes played the first quarter, got hurt, threw a couple touchdowns in the first quarter, though, mind you, got hurt, missed the third, the second quarter, came back in the third quarter and played the rest of the game. And a DraftKings Sportsbook voided all bets in related to Patrick Mahomes on a parlay, which is unprecedented, mind you, because the boy played the whole second half. I've never heard nothing of that in my life. But anyway. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, man, missed some time, but the Chiefs ultimately did end up getting the dub, 27-20. to 20. And, you know, the, the Jaguars did cover the spread, man. But what is your biggest takeaway from the Chiefs and the Jaguars game? Because, I mean, I ain't going to lie. Trevor Lawrence did play pretty good in the second half. He did look high. Um, but Patrick also looked pretty good. He was throwing all types of weird stuff and getting it done. So, uh, T, I'm going to start with you on this one. Uh, Mahomes is that guy. You know, I predict that game is going to be a blowout. I think if Mahomes doesn't have to go and the momentum doesn't shift, I think they would have blown out the Jags. Um, but my biggest takeaway is Chiefs, Chiefs are going to be tough, very, very tough to beat. Uh, the Jaguars, um, kind of like the Giants, um, oh, they, they, they played better than everyone assumed that they would play this season, kind of like the Giants. But I think the Jaguars are a little bit more built to – stay consistent right it's not as much of a rebuild they got pieces in place they got their quarterback um they could use maybe a change of running back i don't know but uh i think we'll see the jaguars on and off for the next couple of years you feel they need to change the running back i thought etn was one of the best players in the field that game uh i'm not uh, i i think they scheme it up very nice for them but um I, i'd like to see a little more grounded pound i ain't gonna lie to you one thing I do say, this is my biggest takeaway from the weekend overall, was that I liked ETN. I liked what he did um, playing for the Jags in the backfield. But I also thought that, I mean, this is like unrelated, but related. But Jamar Chase and, and uh, Burrow play well. ETN and uh, Lawrence play well. So I think, yo, these teams would be wise. It would behoove them to draft combos from college teams, bro. That shit's a winning combination. I ain't going to hold you. I ain't going to hold you. ETN looked good to me, so I'm surprised you said ETN didn't look good. Bryce, man, uh, well, welcome. I just, no, <laughs> I, I'm not saying he didn't look good, but I don't think – I think that team needs – I'm not a huge believer in Trevor Lawrence. Let me clarify. I'm not a huge believer that Trevor Lawrence broke you two wins just yet. Um, so I think he needs more of a smash-mouth style running game, um, and then he plays complementary football. Um, I like it. it Etienne, Etienne, um, but I think they need more of a, a, a power back back there with them. Uh, I don't know. I thought I thought maybe I personally thought I'd like to see them run more of a. It's a Doug Peterson offense, bro. Doug Peterson offense is, I say, never going to be run first, but it's always going to have a very high element of passing. I just thought he was missing a number one receiver, uh, in my opinion. Um, That's Christian a- Kirk played very well, but to me, like I said in the group chat. He is a number two. 
They weren't. They were missing a kind of a number one guy. ETN played very well though. Um, Bryce, what's your biggest takeaway from the Chiefs and the Jaguars game? Oh man, um, I thought that was. I don't know. I thought that was a game of a of a team in the Jaguars who aren't experienced. You know, you can see the lack of experience come out. Uh, that Jaguars team is a young team. If you look at some of their, you know, their key players on both sides of the ball, I mean, they're relying on, you know, second, third, fourth year players. I think you got a good amount of players in the Chiefs that are, that were there for that Super Bowl run, right? You still got a lot of holdover in that regard. And uh, I think Doug Peterson over in Jacksonville, they, they're, they're building something, but it's early there. It's early there. Um, so you, it's going to take some time, but you do see what they're starting to build, I think. And, uh, I think that I think that was telling to me. I think Jacksonville is knocking on the door right now of being uh, of being you know a legit team, a legit um, a legit player in the AFC, especially considering that Trevor Lawrence looks like he's he's ready to ascend. I think you know after Trevor Lawrence's first season, a lot of people wrote him off, uh, and there was reason to. There was reason to. He didn't look like him. Was that? It was a pedestrian first season. That's your first season, yeah, yeah. You can't really argue with that. Um, but I, I think he's shown this year that if you just give him, like, like I think T was kind of getting that a little bit. You know, Trevor Lawrence just needs a little bit more. He's not one of those quarterbacks. To me, there's only maybe one or two quarterbacks in the league, right? That can uh, that you're winning because of them week in and week out, and that's like Mahomes. You know, I wouldn't even put Burrow there, honestly. I'd say Mahomes, Allen has those moments where it's like he's the reason you're winning and the only reason. Um, Lamar Jackson. Well, yeah, Lamar Jackson has those moments. Um, And I don't think Trevor Lawrence is that, but I think he showed that, you know, with just a little more, they'll be right in that mix. Um, But Pat Mahomes, on the other hand, clearly he's that. Uh, I mean, what a way to still ball out. Even injured, bro. I mean, he did miss the one drive. They still scored on the one drive he was out, which is maybe a little telling about how good that team actually is, you know, without Pat. But uh, yeah, man, Chiefs look like you know, like they're ready to make a made it ready to make a deep run, just you know, depending on uh Mahomes' health. Yeah, I mean, Mahomes' Mahomes' health will be a very interesting factor as we discuss the next game, which we will discuss in a few minutes. The Lions, as far as Vegas go are telling as far as that is concerned. We'll get into that later. G, man, are you done spinning around and making noise? Uh, can we hear from you in regards to this game? You done? You done spinning on your on your booty, bro? Come on. <laughs> Spin out of here. What's your biggest takeaway from the game, man? Girl, starting up your ass. That beer got you. Got you, fellas. Get yeah, all I know is I, I seen you start spinning. I start hearing all this background noise. I don't know what the fuck you're doing, but you need to chill out. This man is very paranoid. But uh, no, the one thing I like about this Chief game is, yo, Pacheco looked pretty decent in certain runs, man. Him and McKinnon, they've been looking great, man. That the offense is, they found themselves a little nice little small duo and running back right there, be able to keep that. Offensive guard when Patrick Mahomes wasn't there. I'm like, yeah, the fact that even Travis Kelsey looks like Travis Kelsey with whatever quarterback is behind the pocket. We're not going to go over here and over-exaggerate neither. Like, this offense still needs a Patrick Mahomes. The f- is, and when we talk about it when we get to the other games for the following week, but, 
Yeah, the Chiefs is like mad impressive, man. The fact that they were still able to keep the offense going and the defense were able to keep them in the game. Because God knows that you see your quarterback drop ball and they say, ah, is he going to come back? Kind of scare you. Because it was the same yeah, freak yeah. accident that Tony Pollard, right? Yeah, Pollard got hurt as well. Yeah. Pollard got hurt as well. Yeah, you know I mean, yeah. So let's jump into that next game, man. Right, right, right. The 49ers and the Cowboys. That was a game I had a lot of, a lot of, a lot of big money players were putting money on the Cowboys. Obviously, they're heartbroken today. Um, but you know, the Cowboys lost, man. And I ain't gonna lie, I'm not surprised. Uh, you know, but what really happened in that game? See, I'm, a, I'm gonna lean towards you first, Bryce. I'm gonna lean towards you second. So have your answer ready. Uh, T, but what do you think about that 49ers-Cowboys game? And what do you think was the biggest deciding factor for that game? I mean, our fans are better. Our coach is better. Our stadiums, uh, our, our players are better. Our trainers better. Uh, uh, our, our everything. You know what I'm saying? Our, turf, our turf's better. Our benches are better. Our helmets are better. Our, our logo's better. Our colors are better. Wow. No, but, uh, you know, all that's true, but. What, what, what really happened was, I mean, I, I think the national media has, has covered this thoroughly. Um, it came down to quarterback play. I mean, it, it came down to Dak giving the ball away and Dak shrinking in big moments. And, and I like Dak. I, I, I do think he's a decent quarterback, but I can't deny what I just watched. Um, and he did play a really good defense, but he didn't capitalize on opportunities and he took opportunities away from the team. I think at every level uh, of football, when your quarterback does that, um, just, it's just going to be hard to win. And I, I think that's what it came down to. I think both defenses really came out there and, and stepped it up. Um, I didn't think Michael Parsons or Nick Bosa um, made as much noise as everyone assumed. And, you know, the running games couldn't get going. Pollard broke his ankle. Um, 49er fans have uh, talked about this coming into their game and um, even more after the game, right? There was a Dallas Cowboys radio station sports sports show saying basically to beat the 49ers, we need Christian McCaffrey to get hurt. And a lot of fans didn't like that they were wishing an injury or Christian McCaffrey. And <laughs> I bet you wouldn't like that, T. But what happens in the game, right? Pollard, Pollard gets hurt, right? So uh, speaking ill, the karma, I don't know how you want to say it, but um, I think that played a part of it too. Um you know what I'm saying? Little forces outside of just on that football field. But I mean, it came down to Dak and Purdy. And Purdy remained poised and he didn't he didn't light it up, but he didn't lose the game. So that's what it came down to. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I'll never wish ill will upon a player. You know? But if a player is playing my team, I will say that Christian McCaffrey has been mighty healthy this year. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Another one. <laughs> <laughs> He's been mighty healthy this year, bro. I mean, I'll do for one, Andy. Uh, Bryce, man, what you think about that 49ers and Cowboys game? Yeah, man. Uh, good game. Good game. I thought that uh, – I thought 49ers definitely the better team. I think 49ers are looking at a team that's probably, you know, probably the most – I don't know, between them and the Eagles, definitely the most consistent teams from the NFC. So I definitely think one of the best two teams from the NFC made it when they beat when the Niners beat the Cowboys. Um, I thought I thought the Cowboys game plan was a little strange. Uh, 
didn't seem very concentrated on one thing. I thought I thought the Cowboys would have a chance to run the ball, and it seemed like they came out, you know, with the Tony Pollard 1A, Ezekiel 1B. And it, it, the last, like, few games I watched the Cowboys, it seems like it always starts with Ezekiel Elliott. He's kind of the battering ram, and once he weakens the defense a little bit, then they run Tony Pollard. Um, so I thought it was interesting to see them do that in reverse, go Tony Pollard first. And then and then follow up with Zeke Elliott. Um, Dak Dak's got to be better. But like I said to begin with, man, it's like one to three quarterbacks who you're. They're the sole reason you're winning. Dak's not one of those guys. But he's one of those ten guys that like you know you can win with. You know what I mean? He's not a he, Dak's not a you're winning you're winning in spite of type of quarterback. He's a you're winning with type of quarterback, but he's not a you're winning because type of quarterback. So I got new quarterback rankings. You got the one, the top tier, that's the I'm winning because quarterback. You got the second tier, that's the I'm winning with quarterback. And then you got the third tier, that's the I have to win in spite of. And uh, (laughs) that proved that he's in that middle tier. Uh, And uh, his team just not good enough to – to really push through without, you know, and, and, and supersede his mistakes. I think we saw something similar with Purdy. I think Purdy's in that same tier, right? But with Purdy, you've got enough around him. Um, it's able to pick him up a little bit more. Um, I think I think the 49ers might have the best roster in the NFL, top to bottom. Uh, I mean, that's fair. That's a fair assessment considering the fact that they QB1 went down early. A QB two played extremely well. Not a QB three who was Mister Irrelevant is playing better than Dakota Prescott, who is quote unquote a franchise quarterback. Uh, I got a few questions when it comes to this man, and I'm leaning towards G, um, and I'm I'm bring it back to the rest of y'all before we stop talking about the Cowboys for 365. I mean not 365, but at least till September. Um, G. Do you feel like the Cowboys can win with Dak Prescott at quarterback? Like, can they win the Super Bowl? Yeah, the Super Bowl's a lucky thing, man. You could win with Nick Foles. You could, you could win with Joe Flacco. You could win, you could win the Super Bowl with Prescott. Shit, look, it was just what Dallas showed us this weekend was like, yeah, they're missing a three punch if they're gonna be running anything with Ezekiel Elliott. Once Tony Pollard went down, that office couldn't get nothing really going. And they need another receiver at best. You could see what happened when you when they lost Cooper. Like, like shit, that, that offense is pretty basic. You can see if they're not going to run the ball with those two threats, well, they're going to go and throw it to one option, and they might just throw it to the tight end. It's just, it's, I, I feel bad for that defense, though, because that defense played lights out. And just to see that way how that game ended, I, I'm not gonna lie, man. The 49ers look like they got the quarterback from the future. To shit, 49ers. Well, I won't say nothing too much, man, because uh, I'm not trying to jinx nobody for this weekend. All right. Well, I'm gonna switch it back up. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna switch the conversation a little bit. Bring it to T. Um, T, do you feel like Brock Purdy is a QB one? I mean, just watching that game, it was a. A third down, I think I tweeted this. I might have put it in the group chat too. Uh, it was a it was a third and two. Um, they came out four wide. McCaffrey motioned into the slot. They were in an empty set. Um, third and two. 
empty set to me sounds like Kyle Shanahan absolutely trusts Brock Purdy. You would never see that. I'm not ever early, early Jimmy G. <laughs> the trust levels there. Kyle thinks he's QB one. If Kyle thinks he's QB one, I think he's QB one. Um, and if that means Lance doesn't get the battle for that spot, then I'm I'm fine with that. Um, the coach got to play who he trusts. So um, my answer is yes, absolutely. I'll tell you what, man. I got an interesting take on Brock Purdy. And I'm not going to say nothing stupid like he's the next Brady because I already said that already. Um, and I ain't going to lie. If he beats my Eagles, that'll be the bandwagon I'll hop on. Uh, I don't think it's going to happen, though. But uh, what I will say about Brock Purdy is he's a testament to doing it the right way, which is like, you know, going to high school, doing your thing, balling out, playing at a four-year college, you know, graduating getting your degree, working in the same system for four years. You know what I mean? Like, he's actually a byproduct of, like, doing things the conventional way, which it seems like the unconventional way nowadays is actually the conventional way nowadays. It's no longer the conventional way. Very few times do you see a four-year guy come out and actually ball out. Or do you even see a four-year guy ball out and they're looking at him like he's that guy? This is not NFL, but NBA. I remember Bryce told me a couple years ago, we were on the NBA draft. We saw Obi Toppin, and he was a four-year starter, and he was 22 years old. And Bryce said four-year starters at 22-year-old, statistically, are bums. They're busts. And I'm like, damn, that's the system. That's what you're supposed to be doing. So basically you're saying that if you do the thing that you're supposed to be doing, you're fucked. And I just can't agree with that. That's Coach Carter. I, that's a message I just can't get behind, okay? Uh, Brock, Par- Brock Purdy, you know what I'm saying, is, a, is exactly an example of – he got the snaps, bro. Trey Lance was a guy that stepped in with limited snaps, played very well. Then he sat out a whole senior season. Brock Purdy has four times the amount of snaps that Trey Lance had, and it shows. All right? And that's all I have to say about that situation. So I'm just thinking, like, yo, don't sleep on your path to whatever it is that got you where you ever – you know, every situation is whatever's going to take you wherever you got to get to. But, like, it all adds up. You I, know what I'm saying them reps matter. I do want to speak to that just a little bit um, because I, I think I've said this before. Brock Purdy is, as, as far as a quarterback and arm talent, he's probably the least talented quarterback on that roster. And if there's a guy on the practice squad, he's probably uh, less talented than him. Um, but there is something to say about playing in the same system. And uh, quarterback is a, a position of feel, not just uh, skill. And Brock Purdy has a great feel for the game. He has he's he's more comfortable back there than Trey Lance, and which makes sense. And I also think he's plays much more comfortable than Jimmy G in the pocket. Um, and some of that is probably playing, and some of that is personality. Some of that is DNA and who you are as a person. So um, I don't know if you got to play four years to to come out and be a, a Brock Purdy and be a success, but I, I do know you, you got to have a feel for for this game. And I think Brock Purdy has a, a a great feel for the game. I don't know if you got to play four years and be a success. I do think four years playing quarterback at a Big Ten school or a top-tier program or a high-level program, not, you know, like a North Dakota State, no disrespect, um, like a high-level program, it's very close to the NFL. I would argue that playing at a, a Big Ten school, a Big 12 school, or SEC school, like quarterback for four years, it might be more competitive than playing in one of those, like, you know, CFLs or 
AU, UFLs or whatever them bullshit-ass leagues are. Um, but, Bryce, I'm going to ask you, man, because you're our talent evaluator. Uh, is Brock Purdy QB1? I know you had the message in the group chat. You said Brock's trying to make everyone feel like he's a QB1. So, I mean, how do he make you feel? I mean, Purdy's he, he's one of those guys that you can win with, but I don't think he has the potential to be a guy that you're you're winning because of. You know what I'm saying? I don't see a lot of, like – I don't see too many game-changing plays from him. I don't see that dynamic arm talent you kind of have to got to you know to be one of those guys. And, and if you're not, if you're not the guy with the arm talent, the only other way to be one of those guys is to be perfect. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> which is, is to, which is tough. But you know, there's still a way to be an elite quarterback and not have the elite arm talent. But you got to be perfect with everything else that comes with it um and that's going to take some time and maybe purdy can be a guy that gets there uh but it's definitely impressive what he's doing though take nothing away from him man he doesn't break a sweat i think his best skill right now is his composure uh, he seems to me like he's a little bit of a strange guy you know what i'm saying in the interviews and everything he actually seems real strange but i think that's probably working to his advantage right now you know what i'm saying because it almost seems like I don't know, like he's a little off or something, but uh, maybe that helps the moment not be too big for him. Um, What's strange about him? I mean, you got to watch his interviews, man. Like he, I watched. I was watching the interview last game. At the end of the game, he seemed humble to me. It seemed like he was trying shying away from the spotlight. It seemed like he wasn't trying to give himself too much credit. That's what I saw. Uh, yeah, I, I think that's, and I think that's part of, like Bryce said, that skill. He doesn't let the moment get too big. And I think he actively tries to keep things in perspective, but you know, bro, I don't know. He just seems a little. He seems awkward to me, man. I never, I've never seen the guy crack a smile. I've seen about four or five interviews now. Um, I've never seen the guy really like. Seems kind of androidish. You know what's uh, funny is that I seen uh, I seen somebody on Twitter that it was it was another conspiracy theorist. And we'll talk more about that later. But it was a conspiracy theorist that was saying that they had posted a picture on Bleacher Report, uh, one of the other networks. And it was basically like, yo, they had a picture of Jalen Hurts. And he was all, you know, amped up and shit, all like, you know, emotional. And they had Purdy, and he was just like composed as a motherfucker. And they were just like, yo, what the hell is about this? What is what is it with this shit? And they couldn't pick any picture of Purdy, but like they had to pick the one with him being real cool. They had to pick the black quarterback being out of control or some shit. But uh, that's a whole other conversation. I ain't even really going to – I just did a little, little caveat for the games. But let me get into the next game, man. Last and last, last but not least, man, the Bengals and the Bills was a very great game. Um, probably one of the highly tied games going into the weekend. Uh, I was fortunate to bet on the Bengals. I took the Bengals with the money line. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. And I bet on Bengals with the spread. So I hit on both of them bangs. Shout out to the boy Joseph Burrow. Because that boy is serious. That boy is serious. That boy the truth, bro. I ain't going to hold you, man. Uh, Joe Burrow, man, 27-10 against Josh Allen and the Bills. I want to ask you, I'll take biggest takeaways from that game. Because there's a lot to be thought about in this game. Especially when it comes to Josh Allen and the Bills. Um, You know, I'm going to start with you on this one, G. Because you were all saying that they were going to win it for, you know, for Hamlin. And all that, 
But obviously, they were outmatched. So what the fuck happened? And what's your biggest takeaway from the Bills and the Bengals game? Uh, yeah, the Bills need to go and get another receiver with Diggs because Gabe Davis wow. ain't cutting it. And the fact that wow. they fucking – hold on. Let me finish. What? You talking out your ass, bro? Gabe Davis better than any receiver in the Giants. But what? What does that have to do anything where they need another receiver? <laughs> what? What? Anything. Clearly that Gabe wasn't Davis the case. Was Clearly Eli Apple came out and looked like a number one corner. What are you talking about? Did he need a receiver? You know how bad they needed a receiver? They went out and got Bailey out the way again. Are you kidding me? A, a dude that wasn't even playing throughout the whole year. He came back Bro. the last month to play. You gonna tell me they don't need another receiver? Beasley, Beas, Beasley played for them last year. Last year, then he came back the last four weeks. Bro, you know how many times teams do that shit? All right, never mind. Yeah, never mind. Go ahead. Nah, 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 nah. Go ahead, go ahead. So uh, they need better receivers. Nah, 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 nah. Nah, they're just better than all the Giants. It don't even matter at this point. Anything I say is gonna be the Giants. So this is looking like another Eagles uh, podcast. Come on, all right. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm gonna take my Eagles hat off to later. All right. So, G, 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 tell me, what's the biggest takeaway from the Bills and the Bengals game? Go ahead. Gabe Davis is not cutting it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, man. Continue. <laughs> Come on, man. Continue. Ah, right, you're done. Yeah, you're done. I'm done. I'm done. All right. So, and then the Bills need a they need a running. They need an actual running back because Cook is not cutting it. Like it just it was just a lot on Josh Allen hands in this game. Like you clearly seen that it. It was like another Cam Newton situation where it was like, it's how, how far can Josh Allen do for us as much as possible? Where like the defense tried their best, but there were injuries in that defense that couldn't keep up with Joe Barrow and those boys. And just Joe Barrow just looks, I think it's no longer Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes. Now the conversation is turning to Joe Barrow and Patrick Mahomes. Right. Okay, so overall, I hear that you're blaming it on the personnel. Yeah, because clearly they, they're, they're in need of help. Not, not Defense don't really need that much this offseason. It was just injuries, and then that offense need help. They don't have a running back. Like, how this is looking like another Cam Newton situation. This is anything, he's in this situation. If it wasn't for Stephon Diggs in that offense, he's basically Lamar Jackson, but up north. In a different uniform. Come on now. I got a lot to say about what you had to say. I'm sorry. Uh, and this has nothing to do with me being an Eagles fan. It's a lot to do with me being logical. Um, but um, the Bills drafted a running back in the first round the last two seasons in the draft. They drafted James Cook in the first round, if I'm not mistaken. And they drafted um, Singletary in the first round. If I'm, am I right, Bryce? Nope. I wasn't too. I don't think either of them were first rounders. Those rounders, those all like third rounders. Military's been high picks. They drafted uh the guy. And he drafted no first round running back. No, no I don't think so. Between Singletary and Cook, I can't think of his name, but he was splitting carries with Singletary at one point. 
I mean, there's Zach Moss, but I think he was drafted even later than Singletary. Zach Moss. Uh, see, man. All right, man. See, <laughs> oh, man, God, this feelings. <laughs> we continue. I didn't, so the Bills never drafted a first round running back in the last two years. I don't think so. I don't think so because James Cook isn't a fucking number one running back coming out of college. I'm gonna let you right back to that. I'm I'm gonna let y'all I'm gonna let y'all finish, and I'm gonna look up my stats. Bryce, what's your biggest takeaway? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm gonna let y'all finish. I'm gonna let y'all finish for real though. I just don't think I'm right. Look up my stats before I say anything. No. Bryce, what's your biggest takeaway from the Bills and the Bengals game? Well, thank, thank, thanks for letting us finish, man. Uh, we we, we uh, I don't know, man. I think I think there's only one takeaway I really had for the Bengals and Bills game. I put it in the group chat before the game, man. I had to be true. I said that uh, what was the game, man? The game before that. I said whoever won. I said whoever the winner was of the uh, Bengals and uh, that Bengals and Chargers game. Who's who's the first? Who does Justin Herbert play? Was the Bengals and Chargers play? Today? No, Justin Herbert played the Jaguars. Oh, Jaguars. Was last week. When Justin Herbert, when Justin Herbert and uh the, the Chargers played Trevor Lawrence and the Jaguars, I said that the winner of that game was basically the better quarterback in my eyes. And right. I stayed true to my standard for this game as well when it came to the Bills versus the Bengals. Because I feel like those teams are even enough. To where the difference maker, the ultimate difference maker, was going to have to be the quarterback. And uh, Joe Burrow was the better quarterback, bro. And in my eyes, Joe Burrow is better than Josh Allen, bro. Like, it's official. It's official on my quarterback rankings. Josh Allen bumps down to, like, somewhere in that four spot, three, four. Joe Burrow somewhere in that two to three spot right now, man. Because, yeah, he's slinging it right now. And uh, he's got his team playing together, and they're rallying around him. I think Josh Allen did a little too much hero ball, man. Uh, a little too much extending the the pocket, a little too much extending the play. Not enough quick reads, man. It, it all seemed a little a little extra from Josh Allen. Um, and maybe maybe the Bengals defense was just that tough, and it, it caused it, it, it caused him to do that. But uh, yeah, I'm not sure, man. I felt like Josh Allen didn't really rely on the system. He tried to take it into his own hands a little too much for my liking, where I felt like Burrow was a little more cool and calm and played within himself. Um, so that's kind of what it came down to for me. But, uh, man, are the Bengals looking like they could be a Super Bowl – they could be a Super Bowl favorite right now, uh, the way they're rolling, offensively and defensively. So that team looks tough. I respect that. I respect that. I respect that. I ain't gonna lie. Right now, I ain't gonna make my Super Bowl picks yet, but the Bengals looking pretty good. Yeah, guy. Especially with the injuries. Especially with the injuries going on the other side. Uh, for clarification, James Cook was a second round draft pick. Um, Devin Singletary was a third round draft pick. Zach Moss was also a third round draft pick. Who they traded? Hey, hey, real quick, and on and on the the Bills' weapons show, like. I think the Bengals got better weapons than the Bills for sure, man. Um, but, hey, man, I remember when everybody was raving about Gabe Davis before the season started, bro. Right. Like, people start, people were hyping up Gabe Davis for the season. He was everybody's uh, fantasy football sleeper. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, he bought Diggs, bro. top three receiver in the league. Um, the running backs, 
They're not the best running backs by any stretch, but I think they're good enough. They're good enough, bro. They're good enough. Debatable. Debatable. No. Uh, but if you really hold if you really hold it weapon for weapon, I think Joe Burrow's got a lot more to work with. So maybe it's not totally fair that I'm just, you know, <laughs> giving him the nod, the nod over uh, over Allen. But I think the teams are close enough. Like if you were to trade Josh Allen and Joe Burrow, do you think that made a difference? You think that would have made a difference on uh on Sunday? No. Yes. Nah. I think they need to trade coaches. Wait, I don't think that I don't think it had anything to do with personnel. That's what was my biggest point from G's statement. Was he said it was about the personnel. I don't think it was about personnel. I mean it has to do with coaching, I mean it has to do with the quarterbacks. So I think what you're saying is true though. Maybe if Joe Burrow would have had that team, I think they probably would have won. Mm. If Burrow had Josh Allen's team, he would have won. Because it's no, not like Stephon Diggs. No, he wouldn't. It's not like Stephon Stephon Diggs is an is an elite receiver. Can we agree? Yes. Yes. I mean, Jamar Chase is the least receiver. We can both agree. T. Higgins is a pretty good receiver. Pretty good? What pretty good? He's the number one receiver in any of the offense. Maybe so. We'll find out in the future. Uh, Gabe Davis is pretty good, too, though, as far as number twos go. He's one of the best number twos in the league, right? No. I said that last show, and I, and I was proven this week. Gabe Davis is not a top-tier WR2. He's not. He's absolutely not. If he was on if he was on the Bengals, he'd be their fourth best receiver. <clears throat> I don't know about all that, but nah, maybe third. Maybe third. Tyler Boyd. He's not better than Tyler. I mean, he's a little better than Tyler Boyd. Hear me out. Tyler Boyd is isn't what he used to be, but I think a lot of that has to do with the guys that are in the locker room with him. But at one point when AJ Green was out, and this is a few moons ago, Tyler Boyd yeah. was WR. He he was the offense. Yeah, he was one. He was wide receiver one. He was one. Uh, yeah. Gabe, never going to be wide receiver one in his career, ever. Ever. You're right about that. You're right and about, that. You're right about that. that. Just coming from wide receiver one to being wide receiver three, that, that you have that pedigree with you, right? You had that pedigree where uh, I got to make plays on offense for the ball to move in a passing game. Uh, Gabe Davis, that, no. He's had a few... He's had a few monster games when people have bracketed coverage to Stefan Diggs. But last week when you needed him, nowhere to be found. Nowhere to be found. And, in fact, uh, I don't think the Bills have all these weapons. I do think they have more weapons than the Chiefs. <laughs> but I don't think they have all these weapons. And I think the Bengals have a ton of weapons. I think Mixon is a top five guy. I think uh, – Hayden Hurst is a top 10 guy. I think you have two receivers, uh, one arguably in the top five. The next one's arguably in the top 20. The next one's arguably in the top 40, 45 maybe. Mm. Top 50, but that's still more. Gabe Davis is not in my top 50 by far. And the rest you of those. You make a good point. McKenzie, Beasley, those guys, uh, if it was college, they'd be walk-ons. So, I, I feel you. I do feel you, T. You make some great points. But uh, let's let's compare. Let's compare. Before the season started, some of y'all said that Patrick Mahomes was one A, and Josh Allen was one B. I ain't gonna run no tape. Y'all know who the fuck y'all are. Um, hold on, I'm not done. 
Uh, y'all both said that. Y'all, I'm glad y'all said that Josh Allen was 1B to Patrick Mahomes 1A before the season started, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Agreed. Patrick Mahomes does not have anyone as good as Stephon Diggs. He has Juju, Juju Smith-Schuster, Marquez Scantling, Kadarius Toney, who was obviously on the Giants and didn't do shit. Um, obviously, Travis Kelsey is a great player. Um, Pacheco, seventh-round draft pick at running back. Seventh-round draft pick, not a second-round draft pick, James Cook. Not a third-round draft pick, De- Devin Singletary, and not a second round for Jack Moss. I, I have house. no what, – what, what, what point are you making right now? <laughs> yeah. I'm, like, I'm making a point that that Josh Allen is not on the tier that y'all claim he is. And I just, He's no, not as good as y'all think he is. Wait, what are you talking about? It, y'all, blaming, y'all blaming the loss on the personnel, meaning that he didn't have enough help. I don't think it has anything to do with the help. I think it has everything to do with him. Josh Allen is the reason they lost. Hold on, hold on, hold on. No, he's not. That's not the same thing how, how it was with. I'm about to blow up your whole argument. Patrick Mahomes has never beat Joe Burrow. I'm not talking about Joe Burrow. I'm talking about Bill. I'm talking about the Bills. We talked about <laughs> Bills that just lost to the Bengals, who are the same Bengals that Patrick Mahomes, QB1, has never beat. Never. I, I, I like that segue, G. I like I like that segue, G. Because we're gonna talk about the Chief and the Bengals, man. We're gonna talk about the Chief and the Bengals, huh? So obviously, you feel like the Bengals had a better squad than the Bills. We can all agree, right? Y'all agree that the Bills, had a, the Bengals had a better squad than the Bills. I don't think anyone would have said that three weeks ago, but y'all agree with that now? Oh, I said that last show. <laughs> all right, you're one of the few. Most of y'all had the bank, the Bills going far. I wasn't one of them people, though. I thought the Bills would win that game. Bryce, I know that. I forgot to run the tape, bro. I'm pretty sure you said, I, I don't know who picked the Bills, but I know some of y'all picked the Bills. No, I, I picked the Bills to win the game. Oh, that's what I thought. I picked the Bengals. Go ahead. Okay, okay, wait, wait. What do you want a cookie for picking <laughs> the Bengals? Like, what, yeah. what, what is your point, You're bro? Yeah. You're, Get you're him boy of no blood. Get him all here, bro. Platitude Peter, man. What, what are you what are you talking about, man? Like I'm just saying. what is your point? All right, yeah, I picked I picked the bills, but yeah, like the pickups, bro. My, my, my point. My, I'm the host. I'm not supposed to make points. I'm just supposed to lead y'all towards points. Like really. What? So like I'm oh uh, whatever. Whatever. Oh, they're ready. I'm just saying <laughs> the bills, the bills, the bill, y'all. Last week, y'all was on the court. And my point is this. My point is this. A lot of y'all thought the Bills were the better team last week. Now y'all come here saying on um, say my show, on our show, that like the Bills is the worst team. The Bengals had so much more than them. When the Bengals offensive line was Swiss cheese, we're forgetting all about the offensive line. We're forgetting all about the defense. We're forgetting all about everything else. And all of a sudden, the Bills had to – Inferior team, right? Now it's all on everything but the personnel. We're not giving any onus to Josh Allen. And that's what I have a problem with. Because in my opinion, Josh Allen. Wait, 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 wait. How are we not giving onus to Josh Allen? I literally started I didn't hear anything. I literally started off by saying, I think because of that game, that Joe Burrow is better than Josh Allen. Like that was that was my but that's that to me, that's not saying much because Joe Burrow's 
definitely a great quarterback. Bro, me, Josh you, Allen. Wait, wait, how is that not saying much when you stood on the soapbox to remind me and everybody else watching that I had Josh Allen ranked one B? So that does mean much, bro. That means that means he's surpassed Josh Allen in the rankings. You're trying to make it. You're trying to make it some sort of thing that Josh Allen isn't good because he lost. Bro, what are you talking about? Like, I'm not, I'm you're, not you're, saying he's not. A, yeah, you, you, not you basically said that. You said he's not on the tier y'all thought he was. No, he's not. it's not true, bro. Like, what are you he's talking not. about? Why? Because he lost a game? He lost a lot of games. Because they lost the game, he's not on that tier? He swings like, and he misses plenty. So if he won the game and Joe Burrow lost, would that have knocked Joe Burrow down? Like I don't know, bro. The the way, bro, 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 the way bro, he wasn't within a he wasn't within a swing of that this, game. This, so this, there's, this, there's, the thing, no, this is the there's thing. There's no there's no there's no contesting this game. Joe Burrow had this game from the beginning. This is the thing. So this bro. game was always Joe Burrow's. This is the thing, bro. Sometimes I feel like you can be a victim. Not you per se, but you as in you know, like anyone can be a victim to the recency effect, bro. Oh, it just happened two days ago. Oh man, Joe Burrow must be he 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 must be way better than Josh Allen. Like, nah, bro. Let it let it simmer down for a second. I know it's fresh in your mind, right? But after the season said and done, and we go back and we rank these quarterbacks, Josh Allen had a hell of a season, bro. Josh Allen was the reason that the Bills won a lot of their games this year, bro. Like judging him solely off his one game, I wouldn't do, bro. Especially when the man's put up a resume. That led me to call him one B after Patrick Mahomes. Now, right. I think after this game, bro, that Joe Burrow right now is proven to be a little more elite than jo than Josh Allen. Um, but I think these guys made a good argument when they started comparing those two teams. Now, when it comes to Chiefs versus Bengals, though, I don't know, bro. I don't think that I don't know if I don't know if Pat Mahomes going for it going for it twice, bro. You know, do it twice, shame mm -hmm. on me type of thing. It's shame on Pat Mahomes if he loses this time. You know, beat me once, all right, whatever. Now you get him again in the playoffs, Pat better show up. I, I, do I think that's fair to say. Go ahead, T. I'm going to let you finish, and I'm going to let you get, get the next. I will make it be a point that Joe Burrow has not lost to Patrick Mahomes yet in his career. T, right. I'm going to let you start first on the Chiefs versus Bengals. So the first what do you I think about this game? Go first ahead. thing I want to do is uh, I, I got to apologize to Joe Burrow. I, I didn't – you know, I said I didn't think – he would ever even make it to another Super Bowl. Um, I thought this guy was like Rich Gannon or something, but it turns out he might be Jim Kelly. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> I think he might get there and lose again. But uh, and I and I think he'll. I think he has a good chance of getting there because they're not talking about this, and I'm not starting no conspiracy. This is just his opinion. I think Patrick Mahomes' ankle is broken. I think he played on a broken ankle. I think he's going to go back out there and play again on a broken ankle. Um, I think it's probably some sort of hairline fracture, and they're going to tape it up, shoot him up with painkillers, and I think they're going to let him play. But I don't think he'll be um, the same Patrick Mahomes we're used to seeing. So I'm leaning Chiefs. Uh, I don't bet against streaks, and I'm not betting on an injured quarterback. So I – yeah, I'm going Bengals for that reason. I think that's, that's, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair, T. I was reading somewhere today that said that somewhere the Vegas insiders had said that the Bengals are getting the favor. They're favored, and it's indicative of the fact that they have some inside information. Vegas has some inside information that Patrick Mahomes is not all the way healthy. 
more unhealthy than than seems to be. I ain't gonna lie to you. During that game, second half, just a little hobble. Looked like he couldn't throw the ball in his regular motion. The fact that he was able to get them crazy ass throws off was very much indicative of the fact that he's incredible, but also very much not something that I would be willing to put my dollars and cents on. Um, in the sense that, like, as Joe Burrow, who was obviously playing at an extremely high level, I don't know if Patrick Mahomes is all the way healthy. And that's a big thing that needs to be considered in this conversation. See, I'm glad you brought it up. Uh, Bryce, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring it to you next in regards to the Chiefs and the Bengals, man. What is your analysis on this matchup? Uh, yeah, man, I mean, I think that – I don't know. Man. I think I think the Chiefs will win the game. Uh, I like how the Chiefs' defense is playing right now too. They balling on defense. I like how both defenses are playing, honestly. Um, but I think I think the Chiefs will will win the game. I think Patrick Mahomes will play. I think he'll play well. Uh, I mean, everyone loves to t- throw around this. You know, Joe Burrow's undefeated against Patrick Mahomes. Well, how many times they played? Twice. Three. 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 Four. Three. Three. No. Three times. Three or four. Are y'all sure it's three? Pretty it's sure. three. Yes, three. I thought it was three. All right. Well, it's three. We'll have to fact check that, man. I but, got you. Uh, I, I mean. Four. Uh, it's, it's three Three so far. Four. This will be four coming up. Okay. So, I don't know. That doesn't, that doesn't hold a ton of weight for me. Like, I, I can't even remember those games personally except, except the playoff game. If I beat you um, times in a row, I don't care what what weight you hold it. You know what I'm saying? If you beat them three times in a row, all right, four times all right, you third, know what? Because that's tough, bro. Wait, wait, where, where are you getting? All right, so if you just, I gotta go back and look at those games, bro. Because like in a vacuum, that shit sounds good. You know what I'm saying? But like, what if Pat Mahomes played one quarter of one of the games, or Joe Burrow didn't start one of the games? Like, I don't know, bro. In a vacuum, it sounds good, bro. But I don't I don't operate like that. Uh I don't remember those games except the playoff game. And guess what about the playoff game? I remember the hell the out of most that recent, one. No, 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 no. I, no hold, on, hold on. I remember the hell out of that one, bro. And I damn sure didn't leave that game being like, oh damn, Joe Burrow shorted out play Pat Mahomes. Nah, hell no. Nah. That's not what I got from that game. Uh so I, I I don't I don't see it going no other way but with Pat Pat Mahomes coming out victorious on this one unless he just doesn't play. By the time that game starts, he won't feel a thing. And uh I think the number one equalizer for the Bengals um might be Joe Mixon. Uh T mentioned it, bro. Joe Mixon not getting enough love, doesn't get enough love on this Bengals team, man, with the, with the passing game being as good as it is. And I think he's the one, you know, he's the one, he's the one X factor. I think that's who I'm keeping an eye on. Um, but I don't see the Bengals committing to that run game. And if they wanted to be a shootout, I don't see anybody beating Pat Mahomes in a shootout right now. But do you have any precautions about his health? Because you're talking, you, Pat Mahomes. You, I, I hear, I hear what you're saying, but like, nah, I got no precautions about his health. I've got no precautions about his health. He came back in the game. He came back in the game Sunday and played well, bro. So T T's under the impression that he was hobbled and he came back in the game and played a shell of himself and played pretty well. And that's well, you say he played a shell of himself. I'm not gonna say he played, but he, he was, played hurt. 
he wasn't he wasn't the the same Pat that was lighting them up in the first quarter. He wasn't. We all know that. I mean, what was the what, what was the what was the final score of that game? What, 20, what was it? Uh, 27-20. Yeah, when he went out, they had like 10 points. So he scored as many points. He scored as many points as he did with the injury as he did without because Chase Daniels had or whatever that backup – is it not Henny? Whoever that backup quarterback is Henny, had, Henny, one Henny, t- Henny. Had, had one of the touchdowns. So yeah. Mahomes scored as many points as he did, you know, with the injury than he did without. Yeah, man, he probably was hobbled, but by the time by the time it gets to that game Sunday, he's not gonna feel a thing in that ankle, bro. He'll be shot up with so much dopamine. My man, will be, my man will be my man will be on the moon, bro. He's not gonna feel a thing. I guarantee you. That'll be the last thing on his mind will be the pain. Now, after the game, okay. it'll be it'll be a, it'll be a, it'll be terrible. But uh-huh. during the game, they'll, they'll have him covered, bro. Uh, this- All right. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Very interesting. All the all around, all, everything you said was very interesting. Um, if he doesn't play, though, um, I got the Bengals. <laughs> I don't think there's any chance he doesn't play. I think I think the Bang I think the Chiefs will put him out at a lower performing product. If that's the case, no. But but reports already came out that he doesn't have a he didn't break nothing. He didn't tear nothing. It's just a high ankle sprain. What this is, is he this? didn't tear nothing. He didn't what? break nothing. That doesn't mean you can play football. No, no, I missed it. no, no. no. Well, like this. What are they supposed to say? Yeah, well, have you yeah. Ever but, an reg- but it's just like it's weird Bro. though, regardless, because like oh, the lines oh, oh, oh. opened up at at three and a half, I think. Now it's up two, two and a two. Now it's in favor for the Bengals too. I don't know. My gambling sense would tell me stay the fuck away from those spread and go money line, but. I will go against the public. I'll take the Chiefs on this one. My gambling sense tells me the fact that they're giving y'all Chiefs as a favorite, I mean, as an underdog, means that you should stay the fuck away from that shit, bro. I agree. Like, honestly. Nah. Everything, everything in my heart is telling me that. But if, if regardless of that, that's the case. This, shit, this game should have been a pick because Patrick Mahomes isn't designated as an out. So for them just to start giving the Bengals these kind out, of points, but- Nah, and on top of that, it's not like they're playing in Cincinnati. They're playing back at Arrowhead Stadium. I, right. It's just, nah, it's something fishy. It's going to make the public buy the Bengals, but I will stay. I've, I'll go with the over on, on the, on the, on the under and over, but if I'm going to talk spreads. I'm taking the Chiefs because this should literally be a pick on because Patrick Mahomes isn't designated as out. The Chiefs only win if they I game. mean, you, I, I think y'all all have valid points, bro. I think the point is that we all know that Patrick Mahomes is hobbled. How much he is hobbled is going to be determined. We, I think, based on the spread, like I agree, I agree with T. The based on the spread, I think Vegas knows something else. T, we, I'm gonna let you get a final word on this. Uh, if if this is week one, he does not play week two. And, and week one, he probably doesn't play week two, three, and four. But it's the playoff. I said, I said, as soon as it happened, uh, there's no way Patrick Mahomes doesn't finish the game. Absolutely no way. I thought it was broke on the spot. I watched Tony Pollard get the same injury, but his is broke. Like, no, nah, that wasn't the same injury. Tony Pollard shit. Like, you can literally see his leg go underneath him and just bend. You that, saw yeah, that. That yeah, I remember that play because the way he got dragged, Tony Pollard got dragged from the back with his ankle 
underneath the defender. His whole ankle was already underneath. Patrick Mahomes, he just got – he didn't even get dragged. He just fell forward. Okay. Is there a doctor? Hey, hey, look. But this is exactly what I've seen. In, in, in okay. effect, of play, in the play of all his coaches to be like, I'm coming back on. He's literally on the sideline fighting, his, fighting the doctors and coaches. So you could tell there's not a broken injury. He's just like, yo, probably like no, a little no, a, a no, little sting, no, and he's going out there. If it wasn't a broken injury, he wouldn't have to fight. He wouldn't have to fight. Exactly. But he had to fight his coaches off. That's what I right, think. Right, which means it's more serious than it is. It's not that serious. I think I think this is why I'm telling you I'm taking the Chiefs because if the public is going like this and the man came back to play and it's not like he fell off. He scored another 10 points in the second half. I am taking the Chiefs to cover this and to win. He scored 10 points in the first quarter and then went on to score 10 points in the second. All right. I, I don't think he's right, but I, I've been he's wrong. not right. See, I'm, I'm with you on this one, bro. He's not right, bro. G, G, don't, I only have one thing to say to you. You know nothing, Jon Snow. You're wrong, bro. <laughs> go ahead, you don't know wrong, nothing. Bro. You just said the Bills drafted a running back in the first round the last two years. And then, and then had the audacity to, to, to get mad at me because I said Gabe Davis is not a number two. <laughs> he swallowed all those words once we told you the lineup for the Bengals compared to their offense. Man, don't tell me about me not knowing nothing. You know nothing. You're bringing up old shit, bro. <laughs> you know who you sound like? You, what's, what's my boy from uh the uh from Game of Thrones? The one that fucked his little niece. What's his name? Damn, I can't remember his name. I don't I know what you're talking about, about, man. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, dude, I can't think of the name either. The brother, the king's brother. Yeah, that's who. That's who Nick sound like. He's just angry with power, and he's just about? angry. The king's Hold brother. On. The king's brother. But I, I do mm. want to. X's and O's real quick. I it would not surprise me if the Chiefs still won because even on that broken ankle, Andy Reid runs a, a West Coast offense. That's a lot of short, quick passes. He has two running backs that can come out of the backfield and catch passes. They could totally script the game plan to chop it up. No five and seven step drops, quick passes, screen game, um, and 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 play that way. So um, the first the first series. Is gonna let me know exactly where that ankle is based on play calling alone. I mean, we'll see. We will see. I think. Mean, I think. Patrick, I think. I think it's safe to say Patrick Mahomes' injury is gonna be the key X factor in this game. Uh, with that being said, I will go ahead and I'm gonna pass it around to the fellas. And y'all tell me who y'all picking in this game, man. Fuck a money line. Fuck a spread. Who y'all picking this game to win the game straight up? Actually, I I I, I, I say fuck a money line. Fuck a spread. Uh, I would say, tell me who y'all got to win the game, and then tell me who you got with the spread. Right now, I would tell you that the Bengals are plus one and a half. Very small spread, so it might, might be the same answer. Uh, Bryce, I'm going to start with you. Who you got this weekend? I got the Chiefs, man. You got the Chiefs, both sides. Money line and spread. Chief, who you got? Bengals. Bengals, Bengals. Bengals double up. I agree with you. I'm with you on that. I think I like the Bengals to win the game, and I like them to cover the spread. G, I'm, uh, last but not least. I'm going to go with the minute. Oh, with the minute. I mean, with the Chiefs. I got the Chiefs to cover the money line and the spread. The Minnesota Vikings. It's like now nah, I'm playing. Uh, you bugging out, though. Um, But, yeah, you got the Chiefs. I, I respect it. 
but I disagree. I'm with T on this one, man. And it's not too many times I've been able to say that. Um, but today is one of those days. Uh, I'm sure we got different picks on the next one, though. Uh, Eagles vs. 49ers. You feel me? Eagles vs. 49ers. I love this matchup, bro. I really do. I really do. I've been watching a lot of football this season, man. I really have, bro. And I've been watching a lot of Eagles football, obviously. I mean, the Eagles. Number one offense in the league, I think, is, is what, the, what the stats say. Um, but with that being said, the 49ers, number one defense in the league, as far as the stats say. Um, so it's very interesting what this matchup is going to come down to. It's very much a great offense against a great defense. I mean, honestly, you can't really sleep on either side because the 49ers offense is pretty good. The Eagles defense is also pretty good. But we got a number one offense and a number one defense. What's going to prevail? Uh, I'm not going to ask T first because I don't really think he's impartial. Um, so I'm going to start with Bryce. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a good game, man. Um, I lean 49ers in this one. I think that the 49ers best – when they're at their most unstoppable, right – I think their most unstoppable way of playing football is the Eagles' biggest weakness. Um, I think the Eagles' most successful way of playing football is one of the 49ers' biggest strengths to defend. The Eagles like to run the ball. Um, the 49ers are really good at stopping the run. The Eagles like to do play action and get big plays off of it, and the 49ers are really good at limiting the splash plays. On the flip side, you know, the Eagles have have shown that they're susceptible to the run game. And the 49ers love to run the ball. It's like it's a battle of heavyweights for sure, but it's almost like all the advantages that I see kind of lean the 49ers way. Um, and uh, for that reason, I'm going to go with the 49ers. Like I, like I did for the last game, I'm going to give an X factor. And I do have an X factor for this game. The X factor for this game for the Eagles will be A.J. Brown. Man, last time A.J. Brown played against the 49ers, he rung them up for like 150 and two tuds. I think he was still on the Titans at that time. But uh, that's the last time he played with the with, with, against the Niners. Gave, gave them boys hell. And uh, we'll see if they've learned how to stop him. And I'm, I'm going to call him the X factor. If he goes off, the Eagles – if A.J. Brown goes off, the Eagles win the game. Uh, if not, though, I see the 49ers coming out victorious. And I, 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 if I had to put money down, I'd put it on the Niners. Interesting. Interesting. I'm going to check all your money is laid out later. But I'll tell you what, man. Um, it's funny you mention these things. I see things, too. I see things. I see dead people, um, actually. Uh, what I see is that the 49ers are really bad against dual threat quarterbacks. And what I see is the number one dual threat quarterback in the league. So I don't see any situation where the Eagles lose to the 49ers. That's just me personally. Um, T, I'm going to go ahead and lean to you on this one. For Eagles versus 49ers, what are the key matchups to this game? What are the key factors into victory? And who do you have in this game? Uh, for, I got the 49ers, of course, but, um, 49ers are really good when teams are one-dimensional. The Eagles are not a one-dimensional team. Um, but if the 49ers can make the Eagles one-dimensional, I think we win that game. 
Um, and, and that's really going to come from stopping the run. Uh, uh, Atlanta, Mariota ran all over us. Uh, Justin Fields ran all over us. Uh, but at the same time, I think, you know, from those games, the 49ers, I mean, even Dak broke a, a, a little run in the game. Yeah, he had some runs. I think if, if the 49ers can uh, limit Jalen Hurts, if we can keep him around less under 50 rushing yards, maybe, you know what I'm saying? Those, those, those big runs, he can't, it can't be 12, 12, 17, 20, 35. He can't keep moving the chains with his feet. Uh, maybe one big run and limit Jalen Hurts and limit the deep ball. Uh, 49ers one-on-one um, corners receiver matchups are, are definitely a weakness. But uh, I, I do think the 49ers are a team that looks forward to playing good teams where some teams might come in like, this is a good game, and uh, I don't know. Let's see how it goes. Let's just play our best. I think the 49ers come in looking to show the world that, um, like, don't compare these guys with us. Like, their receivers aren't better than ours. The defensive line isn't better than ours. Like, I think our entire team is going to have a chip on their shoulder, and I'm going to take the 49ers. But if, quite honestly, if the 49ers were to get blown out in this game, I would not be surprised because – I've watched lesser dual threat guys uh, chop us up. I, I just, I think be more prepared. I think we got the better coaches and the better fans and the better stadium and the better gear, better women, the better city, the better food, the better culture, um, the better radio shows. You name it, we better, baby. 49ers, you know what it is, baby. Niners gang. What y'all thought I was going to say tonight? What was y'all expecting? I watched y'all talk trash about my team from week one. I think Mr. Uh, what what he call himself? Mr. Good Bar? No, the Good Mister? I don't know. The Good Mister? Mr. Good Bar. I remember <laughs> him candy, candy hot takes. I remember him saying. Uh, yeah, every, he was talking shit. Every season, there, there, there's one team that kind of falls out of that top group of teams, and it's the 49ers. T- no, it's not. It's absolutely, <laughs> absolutely not. All right, we're we're here. We're back at it again, and uh, we one game away from redemption. We've been knocking on that door. Uh, we couldn't get it done with Kaepernick. We couldn't get it done with Jimmy G. And it, the chances are looking real purdy. We got to run through the Eagles to get it done. So one more to go. I like that. See, I like that energy. I do. I really do. Uh, I'm going to run through the 49 schedule this far this season. Oh my god. And- no, I'm, I'm I'm just gonna tell you what happened, bro. I'm just I'm just running back the stats, bro. Y'all y'all got some good dubs. I'm, I'm gonna name y'all losses. Bears. I lost to the Falcons. Y'all lost to. Y'all lost to the Falcons, and y'all lost to. You said the Bears. Yeah, you lost to the Bears. I don't really see no other losses here. Chiefs. Chiefs. Bears. Okay. Whatever the case may be, bro. I don't see the four nines winning this game, bro. I'm gonna keep it on. I'm gonna keep it a bug with you. I don't really see the four nines winning this game. I think the Eagles got a much better defense, and uh, then y'all giving them credit for. And the offense is gonna put up points on the four niners. Um, mostly, a- what's saving y'all against the like against the team like the Cowboys is the fact that y'all held the offense down to nothing, more or less. That pretty much put Clans down on the Cowboys' offense, and I respect that. But we are not the Cowboys offense. Your team never been. Never been what? 
in this moment before. You don't have a player on that that's been in this moment before. Excuse me? Never Nate Johnson, Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham, they've all won Super Bowls. Bro, your difference makers have not been before. So my, my my right tackle and my 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 two biggest players on my defensive line have never they're not they're not relevant. No. The guys, the guys, the guys you're gonna need to I'll circle back to you next weekend. You're gonna you're gonna need those running backs, you're gonna need Devontae Smith, you're gonna need AJ Brown, you're gonna need Sanders was here for the Super Bowl, just so you know. You're gonna need Bradbury, Darius Slay. Uh the Eagles ain't been punched in the mouth, and every time they've been punched in the mouth, they lost. Every game they've been punched in the mouth, they lost. So, okay. so y'all gonna punch us in the mouth? Uh, we punched every other team in the mouth. I mean, the 49ers are our physical team. We punched every other team in the mouth. Okay. And the Cowboys, the Cowboys tried to punch back. They tried. They tried. T Boogie, I don't think we have any bets on the record. Well, I think this is a fair, fair situation to put a bet on. Uh, T Boogie, I'll go twenty dollars on on the Eagles right no. now against the 49ers. Bet me that silly ass hat. You want the hat? Yeah, I'm gonna wear it. <laughs> loser, loser has to give up their uh, loser has to give up their beanie. Yeah. All right, it's fine. I'm cool with it. I didn't pay for this trade, so fuck it. Yeah, me either. So it's it's fair. No, I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like a bet where nobody's losing nothing. Nah, 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 nah. Right. Nah. I want. I want. I want. Let's raise these stakes. Let's raise these stakes, fellas. I don't like the. I don't like the. Oh no, I didn't pay for this one. I don't care All right. If I lose it. Nah, I don't like them type of bets. Hey, we I put twenty. It. We put twenty dollars inside the hat, bro. It, 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 it's it's fine. All right, cool. Twenty dollars inside the hat. You can, yeah. twenty dollars on the. I got twenty. Hey, look, I was about to say loser. <laughs> So how about this? Loser has to wear the winner's hat and got us in the $20. That's a good bet. That's fair. Well, it's settled. I'll be, I'll be, I'll be home next week, T. I'll drop it off personally. <laughs> hey, man. I'm ready. I'll be home next week, bro. It ain't going to be pretty for you. There's three things I hate in life. Cockroaches, paying taxes, and a fucking dirty-ass Eagles fan. So, hey, um, hey, 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 hey. God, if, this, had... if, if you're really out there this weekend, <laughs> bro, I'm definitely not trying to see these ass cocksucking motherfuckers win this game. Fuck you, bums. I, yo, I wish I would have hey, been ahead of time. I'm going to send you $20 so you can go to the Frank stand for me once you lose this Sunday because I definitely don't want to see you around me no more. The I hate stand. you, cocksuckers. <laughs> I'm mad. I'm mad. We got. We lost. I'm mad. You guys sent us to the Frank stand. Pause. Well, fuck you, yo, yo. Fuck you, making me feel like Roman Bryce, a bozo. <laughs> I hate it here. Yeah, yeah. I am because we lost to those cocksuckers in ALT. I'll be damned. I'll be damned. You give me a miserable Sunday like the Giants did. I better whoop these cocksuckers' ass. <laughs> Yeah, I hate Eagles fans. I swear to God, I do three things. Paying taxes, cracker roaches, and Eagles fans. You motherfuckers, this is the worst. I do want to say this, though. No matter how this game go, uh, I think the Super Bowl coming through the like, NFC is winning the Super Bowl. I think both teams in the NFC are better than both teams in the NFC. Negativo. Negative. What is that? Oh, that's when I, I lost the bet. I paid my bets. I had to wear Eagles gear. <laughs> I think I have been on the show, right? 
I remember when I just want to say you've been you've been you've been shamed in these situations in the past. So like, don't don't come at me, bro. For real. Yeah, Seriously. you think I you think you think I care? Like, oh, you hurt my feelings, like Mean Girls. Oh, you are writing the diary. Oh, oh. oh. I don't care. I don't care. You hear a brown bag next week, you ho. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna send you one with my autograph. You can wear it when you bums lose. Fucking hate it here. I feel like a bozo. <laughs> I hate my life oh, right bozo. now. <laughs> oh, hey, we already hit the Chiefs versus Bengals, right? Yeah, we already did that. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, what's All the spread right. for you, Gahors? What's the spread for the Eagles final right now? Pick. Final picks, then. Uh, final picks, then. Right now, the Eagles are minus two and a half against the 49ers. Who do y'all have in that game? Ooh, two and a half. Two and a half for the Eagles. You guys got the morning game? We're minus two and a half. You got the morning and night game? Um, We are three o'clock on Sunday. All right, man. Give Both me, games are on Sunday. Give me San Fran, man. Money line and covering the points. They, I got San Fran, bro. Okay, you're foolish. T, who you got? I got, I, of course, I got. Um, but I really think this game is a lot more even, and I can see both teams winning big. I can see this. I can see this game going any amount of ways, bro. Just to be honest with you. All right. I think one thing that you hey, said to me that T, way, way to take a strong stance. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, one day, one day you said I can see this I, game going any. Oh man, I can see this going going any no, way I, possible. Any I, way a football game can go, I can see this game going that way. No, look, My I, boy saw like T skip correctness. <laughs> Mr. Bayless, hey, yo, T gonna come oh, back no, next no. week. Like yo, I was right about the game. <laughs> look, look, it went anyway. <laughs> I've been consistent. Thing all season that the Eagles was. <laughs> I, I'm the one that told the world about the Eagles. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I do think the 49ers are the better team. I do think we should beat them. Stranger things have happened. Um, if both teams play their best game, the 49ers will win that game. All right, there we go. There I we like go. It. I, I, I like I, that. I love the caveat. I love the caveat. I love it. I love it. I love it. I'm going to tell you something, something definitive. I don't got no caveats. That whole shit. I'm gonna tell you straight up: the Eagles gonna win the game, bro. Eagles gonna win the game. Not sure how close it's gonna be. You but told the fact that you said it's gonna. The fact that you said it's gonna be a blowout makes me feel like it's gonna be a blowout. You so told, I will go ahead and say the Eagles win by the Eagles win by over a touchdown. You told me the Eagles was gonna beat the Commanders during the regular season. That wasn't real life. No. Okay. This real life. This is real life. Playoffs on the line. Got you. They had a sleeper, yeah. bro. They had a sleeper. Body don't, sleep. don't count. I got you. One of those. I mean, I mean, I mean, yo, don't, do, you really do? Do you really want me to fucking pull up your schedule, bro? Like, cause, like, I mean, like, we beat the Commanders. Pull it up. I mean, I beat the Commanders, but y'all lost to the Broncos. Yeah, we did, but that wasn't the team. Was the Broncos suck. The team one looking <laughs> okay then. So like you know, so like I guess you lost the wrong. I guess y'all shit. I guess y'all some shit, bro. We not say y'all some shit. Losing to 
Nick Cerrone. There's another one that was also. <laughs> hey, y'all barely, y'all, y'all, y'all barely, y'all barely beat the Raiders. And the Raiders hey, yo, you shit. a wild dude, but ain't hey, you a wild boy for that? Hey, hey, I just want to say two things right now for the records. I remember when they said my quarterback was a running back. He's not. He's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. I just want to make y'all make sure you make y'all remember that shit. When we all said my coach was an was an is an idiot. I ain't gonna lie. I said he was an idiot too. I was wrong. He's all right. Hey, your quarterback. Hey, is a running back. He can't throw to beat us. If he beat us, he's gonna have to run for like one fifty. He will not beat us in the air. Hey, Jalen Hurts over two touchdowns on the air. Lock it on your parlay. Over 225 passing yards. Lock it on your parlay. Hey, Brock Purdy, over a t- over one interception. Lock that on your parlay. He's going to throw some picks. Brock Purdy going to get sacked. Bet you bet you believe that shit, bro. But your Cox, I have something to say about that, bro. I guarantee. Bro, worst, worst thing that could have happened, happened for the Eagles. 49ers went into a game and tried to run the ball and could not run the ball. The emphasis this entire week is going to be on establishing the run. Trust me. That's the worst thing. The team will be fired up. It's the first it's the first game where we couldn't get the running game going. I guarantee you, coming into this week, we McCaffrey, Elijah Mitchell, Debo, we will be able to run that run. You, you run McCaffrey right in Jordan Davis and see what fucking happens to you, bro. He's going to be out by the third quarter. I don't even know who that is. Jordan Davis? You better learn who it is. Well, I care. You better learn. You better learn. Davis, Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham, Josh Sweat, Hassan Reddick. Might might I add that I I was late on this, but one of my biggest takeaways from the Cowboys game is that Shannon Parsons overrated. What? (laughs) Shannon Parsons overrated. Hassan Reddick is not as good as Shannon Parsons, but he's I said who? Hassan Reddick. It's not better than who? He's not better than than, than Chandler Parsons, but he's more efficient. Chandler me. Parsons? I mean, maybe his handles. I don't know. I think I don't know if his handles is quite. Michael Parsons, my bad. Chandler Parsons. <laughs> <laughs> I'm rubbing off. Ain't not Nick. I'm rubbing off. Chandler Parsons bomber. got a better three point shot. I'll give him that. <laughs> Hey, well, no, it's getting late, man. I see we, 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 it's getting all that time. But no, it's gonna be some good games, man. Eagles, Niners, definitely gonna be one that we're uh, we're in heavily invested in due to the allegiances of the uh, of the cast members here. But uh, yeah, man, good stuff tonight, fellas. Good stuff tonight. I'm excited to see who comes out on top between you guys, two teams. Uh, how how are we getting these hats to each other? We're personally delivering these, hand delivering these hats, or are they going through FedEx? How's this happening? Do I need to? Do hey, I need I'll to oversee. Be, be, I need to oversee hey, delivery hey. of said hat. I'll be in Maryland. I'll be in Maryland this weekend. At the very least, I'll be in Maryland mid next week. So the, the hats will be delivered prior to the Super Bowl. I so prior to next week's show, baby. I ain't hard to find. <laughs> we took a long All way. Right, good stuff, man. Hey, y'all. Y'all know how we Y'all know how we end each and every show, man. Sports for the culture. Sports for the culture. Sports for the culture. E A G L. Fuck the Eagles. <laughs>